What we've got here is failure to communicate. Hang on to your hats, you devil dogs, because the master bebop blaster of all time is going to give you a soul injection. You're listening to We Are Better Than You with Dutch and Royce. Dutch and Royce on warlikeradio.com. 954-573-2780. I'm Joel Dutch Fimmerton. We're here with Royce Lopez. What up? Marie Lopez. Holler. Mike Mersh Heil. Or Heil Sheely. Sup, dogs. Did you marry? Did you marry? <laughs> did you just guys did you guys adopt Mike? His new bride, no. Mike, or, or sorry, uh Mitch Heil. <laughs> I think we're married now, Mer. Why would you mix me with the last name of the guy who hates me? Yeah, <laughs> Sherry Dolly Lama Heil. Oh, she's not here. She's, she's not here. So sorry. Is it just the oh, uh, the? Did she finally develop five... taste? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, a little fun. Yeah, not that shit. Worldradio. dot com slash live. You want to check us out? Yeah, I saw a picture fucking today of Mitch's house when they just ripped all the carpet up. So oh, you guys did that? Up. Yeah, we we had the carpet guys come in today and. Um, Ripped up the old carpet, put in the new carpet. It's all done. It's all nice, good to go. I was uh, actually assuming that you were going to say, "Yeah, I came home from work and Sherry decided to roll up the carpet like she did with oh, your no, ceiling." No, this time it was planned. Okay, it was absolutely planned. I can attest to it. When we were up there, they told us, "Oh, if you had just come a week later, we would have had new carpet for you." So there's that. So do you do carpet or hardwood floors? Uh, we had hardwood floors underneath, but because uh, we have sterling. He's not a big fan of the hardwood floors. What do you mean he's really? not a so, fan of the hardwood floors? He's a yeah, dog. what does that mean? Dog uh, slip. He doesn't like hardwood floors. Dog. What do you mean he doesn't like them? In what way? They're little clicky clicks on their feet. Those you don't like Oh, so you don't like the sound of it. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. Sterling does not like hardwood floors. He gets nervous around them because he doesn't get grip. He doesn't have traction on them. Well, Good. neither does That's my dog, he but he figured that. it out. Then he should have them. That way he'll fucking relax for five minutes. Right. So like, I can't so just take off. He'll be more tensed up. He needs to get a grip on himself. We didn't want. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't want him. So anyway, but the hardwood floor that's underneath was really shittily put in. Like all of the all of the joints are like in a line with each other. Like you can see every. Point. Oh yeah, you can't do that. It's just, it's just fucking terrible. It's so if I know anything from DIY network. You cannot have jo- joints align. No. I don't know what any of that so, means. You guys are nerds. I just put the picture in the chat room so you can see okay. they're all parallel. Those are bad hardwood floors. They're a little dingy. Uh, well, I mean, you resurface them. You put like a grinder that well, takes no, off I mean, like yeah, a top could, quarter inch. We could have sanded them and everything. I want to do that. We could have sanded them, but you see kind of in the middle there where that second beam of sunlight yeah. is Yeah. You can see where all of the joints are lined up with each other. It almost looks like plywood hardwood floor. Like mm. you can, there's like sheets of it that they put down or some shit. Okay, rather it's than not good. okay, no bueno. So, so we weren't gonna we weren't gonna finish the hardwood anyway, but this just confirmed that not worth it. So, what were you saying about some Canadian TV show that's been driving you nuts while you've been doing all this? So, I just found the most stressful TV show I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> what and is it? It is called um, Canada's Worst Handyman. And it's a reality TV show. It's kind of like one of those fixer-upper TV shows, except they have six people. How do you find people. these weird shows, by the way? It was just on Netflix. All right. Uh, you know, well, they'll, they'll buy anything. So Netflix, you're greenlit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
they just had six rand or six Canadians doing this, refinishing this this house to, or this building to be a bed and breakfast, and all of them are the least handy people possible. I found a clip. Oh no! Right. There's five seasons of this show. Yes. When it comes to handiwork, how good is good enough? Oh, get it? Hold on, hold on. Because it's a show about bad handymen? So the yeah. sign. So the sign. So see, what you're saying is that the handyman. Hey, look, you know, the production handyman. value on these shows is low enough as it is. I wouldn't give too much shit for that. What they're implying is that the handyman that they initially had hired uh-huh, uh-huh. didn't do a standard quality job. Uh, probably didn't use see. Angie's list. And then, you know, so this happened. You know, and then a series of misadventures. <laughs> Uh, this year on the nation's uh, coldest do-it-yourself show, the country's five most inept amateur builders will be turning this wilderness lodge into something truly wild. But they get, but they get five black roofers. <laughs> yeah, the budget is really low because you can hear the fucking royalty-free music they're using. Uh, no, but honestly, that's not even a budget thing because... They're all trimming it down now. Like, even when you watch shows that are hit shows, like any reality show, yeah. they're just using that royalty-free shit, save a dime. They all yeah. sound like shit, these TV shows now. I'm sure Mitch, I'm sure Sorry. poor Mitch loses his goddamn mind watching TV now. It was so hard to watch <laughs> because they can't even fucking use a hammer right or drill. There's some dude was hammering screws into something because he couldn't figure out the drill. <laughs> See, hammering screws? The thing is, Mitch can build shit and also film and edit shit. So he has to lose his mind on several levels when he watches these shows. <laughs> well, and see, I know, I know, like, I'm not great at building shit, but at least I have a general idea of how things work. Like, I'll, I'll make things, but they're going to be pretty jankety, but they'll still work. <laughs> Mitch is at home. But going, these people just can't even build anything. Mitch is at home, like, this is bullshit. They can't edit or hammer. Like they can't even do no, one of two things. This is ridiculous. Royce and Marie saw a photo of it, but I was sitting in my recliner chair. I was curled up with my knees up in my chest, he and I was, was grabbing just a pillow. pillow. He was <laughs> gripping a pillow like we were going to kill somebody. <laughs> it was making you cringe that hard. Oh, yeah. It was so bad. He could have been watching American Horror Story for all I knew. I, I was yelling at the TV, and Sherry was recording me. I didn't know this. Let's see. I'm nominating my mom, Helen, for Canada's Worst Handyman. After meeting hundreds of people through the magic of video, I sanded all the hair off my tummy. What channel is this on, Mitch? I just found it on Netflix. Okay. We went out and personally met Jesus. the 30 this, most these people atrocious. Are a bunch of lookers. My tool chest. Oh my God. There's a lot oh, of yeah, ugly they're, people they're in Canada. They're definitely Canadian. This should be fucking Canada's ugliest handyman. This is my haircut. I just cut it around my face so I can see. Yeah, it looks amazing. My husband says I look like Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> sure you do, sweetie. You know, every Friday we have $5 milkshake. We go out and we have a milkshake. We, we split it. Oh, fucking bitch. Oh, that's you. I've got hammers. I've got screwdrivers. Oh, it's a spoon and a knife. When this I see you've played Knifey Spoonie before. Sawdust settled. We knew that these five individuals need more building help than anyone else in the entire country. We've got Johnny, a journalist from Red Deer, Alberta. Brian M., a Coast Guard officer. Yeah, don't confuse me with Brian B. Brian B's a different Brian. I'm the better Brian. 
Brian uh, M looks really confused right now. Brian M fucking parties. I Brian, can tell you. Brian M looks signed like, me up for. Brian M looks like every racist cop from Chicago. Yes, he really. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm telling you, the deep dish is better, and you know, I try to keep these colors out of our neighborhoods. You know, it's like Jesus. All right, Brian. So, this is Brian, Brian M. M. Relax. Your body cam is still on. Don't you call is that down. why his animals are raccoon? <laughs> <laughs> Go Bulls <laughs> From Sarnia, Ontario Then there's Angie A mother What? Oh, f- is there something wrong with fucking With barbers in, in Canada in, Or fucking hairstylists and then, like, there's, and then there's Angie She can build things She's also a 14 year old lesbian You know <laughs> Yeah She's either 14 or 45 We can't yeah, figure out We can't out. tell She's one or the other <laughs> She's the first white person who's Asian. Like, you just can't tell if you're a teenager or an old woman. What's happening? She doesn't look like an anime character. Oh, I'm sorry. Up there would be an anime character. There are four from Minto, New Brunswick. Eric, a nurse from Gatineau. Of course, course the normal looking one is still a male nurse. Yeah, the hot guy is the nurse. Of course, he's a nurse. My God, look at that jaw. It looks like a fucking... It looks like a snowplow. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Mr. Plowjaw over here. <laughs> and finally, this guy looks just Brian depressed. P. Okay. I didn't this even is the guy in here. Brian M. and Brian P. Brian, Brian P. is definitely the guy who called the police in Fargo. He looks just like him. He's, he's be holding a shovel in it. So I called it in. End of story. Brian P does not look happy to be no, there either. Brian P looks fucking <laughs> bri- looks Brian pissed. He's probably not even Canadian. He's just like from Buffalo, and he's like, it's yeah. way too cold up here, you guys. A former stock trader from Ottawa. Sure is. Along with the loved one. They have stocks in Canada? Get right out of town. Well, stocks of wheat. Oh, no, they makes sense. No, they still have the stocks that they put you in oh. when you get in trouble with the <laughs> he law. He was the guy who would lock them? I got it. That makes sense. That's a good career in Canada. Who nominated them? The candidates for Canada's worst handyman are headed to our rehabilitation center to stop doing heroin. <laughs> this took a weird twist. Is that the twist on the show? They're all heroin They're dependent. All junkies. All of them are heroin dependent. I was going to build. Mitch, I was going to build. It is a, weird. Oh, go ahead. It, it, it is weird because like you never see people smoking on TV anymore. But like every single one of these people is always a cigarette hanging from their mouth. Oh, that's when they're awesome. Kind of love Canada. Oh, that's fucking awesome. I was, I was going to build what they told me, but the stuff was made of copper, you know, so I just sold it for crack. <laughs> <laughs> now here I am, high as a kite, got my shirt off, and it's snowing out. It's snowing out. <laughs> Want to go make some snow angels? <laughs> Which this year is located in a remote wilderness lodge somewhere in the hinterland of Ontario. Why are they being so secretive? Hey, welcome. Come on in. I feel like those are just normal right now, directions just for Canadians. Yeah, Somewhere in Ontario, you'll find it. Yeah, it's Ontario. They're, they had four buildings to oh, choose from. <laughs> it's just, it's so, okay. Yeah. yeah, just meet me at building three in Ontario. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's <laughs> a lot going on there. <laughs> what? What's your postal code? It's five. Mm-hmm. Be your room. Upstairs in this lodge are four identical rooms. To stake a claim on a space, the bad handymen just have to walk into one. 
Also, because this is Canada, Justin Trudeau has filled each room with 50 immigrants. <laughs> so that way, everybody's com- everybody's comfortable in there, eh? And five of them are terrorists, and you don't know who they <laughs> you are. You don't know which one it is. <laughs> Man, can you imagine Saw? This is like Saw in Canada. It'd be so polite. Real life is Saw now. Just yeah. let in 10,000. We'll figure it out later. I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah, duck, duck, goose. We'll figure it out. <laughs> the key is under those pancakes. But here's the thing. You know, I didn't give you maple syrup. You know, rumor has it that this was the house Chris Benoit was born in and also died in. There's a barrel blocking each door. Why would they do that? Why would they have Adele block each door? Fucking prank show? Yeah, it is. Is this punked? Is this Canadian punked? We put barrels in front of the door. It's a real hoot, hey? It's hard for them to get it open. I caught the Adele joke, Troy, by the way. Thank you. I don't get it. Hi, I'm Canadian. I'm Canadian actor Rick Moranis, and this is Canadian punked. So what we did was is we put a barrel in front of the door, and they're not going to know what's happening. <laughs> and then we shrunk them down to the size of an ant, yeah. or the size of a stamp, also, or the size of a thumbtack. It changes throughout the movie. Yeah. Or, sometimes, <laughs> or sometimes they grow, and then I stop making movies because my wife died, eh? Did anybody else want to eat the big Oreo and honey I shrunk the kid? <laughs> Who didn't? I did. Okay, good. Handyman intelligence test. Watch out for the nails, man. Steady, even pressure will safely open the door. No need for damaging body checks. I'm going to go with the blue one. Eric seems to have good handyman sense. But Brian M. does not. Fuck Brian M. By the way, second guy had a way lighter barrel or some shit. Because yeah, I was this way. Is, this way is not. Much. First off, I'm gonna fucking steady pressure. Like that. That's the whole thing that tells you if you're a, a handyman how that's to get it. through a blocked door. I would have probably pushed on the door too yeah. really hard. It's very clear your producers are trying to mind fuck these fine, terrible, uh, you know, handymen. <laughs> fine, terrible handymen. Fine, terrible. I'm gonna use that to describe everything in my life from here on out. Kelsey, that was fine, terrible sex. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't think you should. I don't ever think your girlfriend should be your guinea pig for things. What's well, worse? she is no, always. She kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's worse, fine, terrible sex or terrible, fine sex? <sighs> fine young cannibals. Fine. Better than I'm all of those things. There you go. I tried kicking it through and it broke. Oh, Johnny can't open his door or break it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Why is Canadian Colin Quinn hosting this show? <laughs> yeah, keep kicking the door, stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's having a lot. Of- <laughs> My favorite thing about the host is he does not help these people at all, and he just eggs them on too. So he's has a pretty good sense of humor about it. He's just next to him. Yeah, you know the uh, city the definition of sad. He's doing the same thing over and over again. Keep kicking the door, though. You know. <laughs> what are you gonna do, dummy? You have to say a at the end, though. <laughs> Because if he's not, he has to be Canadian. Hey. There you go. That's Canadian there Colin Quinn. <laughs> Still from Brooklyn for some reason. Smoking a cigarette. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah they keep kicking the door. It's not going to open up, dummy. <laughs> just watch this. Even steady pressure will just open the door. All right. Thank you very hey, much. Hey, he actually helped them. Hey, you look at the camera like, what a fucking idiot. I get that they're ter- ter- supposedly terrible handyman, but you expect them to be fucking physics master's degree holders? Like, what is it? Oh, you know, if you're slow and study, wins the race. Shut up, stupid. How do they not know that? How do they fucking know that? They swing a hammer for a living, you asshole. But they don't, nobody puts fucking barrels in front of doors at a fucking <laughs> job site, you dickhead. I'm actually. Oh, you didn't well, know how to make the barrel not float? true. You should have seen the Donkey Kong construction site. There were barrels <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> wall-to-wall barrels. <laughs> Flying everywhere. 
Of course was, he made that, that joke. Jumping over with hammers. You know how many fucking poor Italian guys got killed on the job? <laughs> no, but seriously, did they? how did they put the barrels there and then close the door? Like- Marie, there's probably a door on the other side, stupid. It, it's a set. You're a set. She got you there. Before the show, you didn't know you were a set. Now, after Rarely, the show, I'm you know now. you're a set. See, I was, th- I was thinking that they took the doors down so that they could leave the barrel there and then put the doors back up. And then, you know, not to have my ADD kick in, but Royce brought up Donkey Kong. And now I'm kind of curious. Why would they have a fucking giant gorilla throwing barrels down at people? And they go, hey, somebody get a plumber. <laughs> Send him up there. <laughs> Tell him to stop this monkey from throwing these barrels. That was a really oddly uh, hatched plan. <laughs> Was that <laughs> that is almost as bad reason, as far as games go? That one stuck around the That's, longest. That plan is almost as bad as sending fucking oil ocean oil drillers to the fucking asteroid <laughs> to become astronauts. It's, I think Armageddon. it's worse than Armageddon, though. You think I, so? Yeah, because some who the fuck you got a giant massive gorilla chimping out throwing barrels at people. Your first thought is, hey, somebody got a plumber. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Oh, I, honestly, like. <laughs> Since we're on the subject, like seriously, what were the develop? They, they were the groundbreakers of video games, and that was the best concept they came up with. Yeah, monkey throwing barrels at you. Yeah, and a plumber and some sort of a princess. Timeless. I mean, like timeless. I don't know if he was a plumber yet. I don't know if they'd established that Canaan. Yeah, I feel don't. like he was yeah, just with the Mario. overalls. They, you know, that's all that plumbers were. Either that or a chimney sweep. But then he was retroconned as a fucking plumber. So why, why would you? Why was I the mean, first thing? I when assumed, you go get me a mighty hero to stop this monkey guy from throwing barrels at people. I assumed. Yeah, but they have to get someone from the union. Guys, <laughs> I assumed what all this was was a cartoon <laughs> allegory of the racial conflicts in America. Jesus Christ. Because you got the Italian... Okay. Go, we were being silly with All it, right. and you just got serious. Wow. Well, I'm just saying, you got the Italian-American, and then you got the... Mm, you hey, know. we got a moolie up there throwing barrels at people. It's, hey, Mario, why don't you get up there a boppity boopy? I mean, we, we basically put them against each other, saying, you guys duke it out, and really, they needed to just be working together. Uh, I honestly never would have thought of that until you just said it. And I still don't think that now, but the fact that you thought it means you're a horrible person. No, I, a couple of things. I'm gonna, how dare you? How dare you ruin my childhood? That's not the most racist video game thing. What about Mike Tyson's punch out? Those were all racist stereotypes. That they, that's oh, a hell yeah. very the drunk good, guy from Russia. Honda. They had the Indian guy who was begging for girls' titties online. There were all kinds of different stereotypes. No, seriously, dude. It, it, it was like the music in that game. Pit- yeah. Remember Piston Honda? Do you remember his music? Yeah, dude. And then and then Soda Popinski was actually a drunk. It in was the drunk, but version. they cha- yeah, but they changed it to uh here it is. All I'm saying is cartoons and illustrations are just ways to represent in a broad stroke, you know, generalities. Yeah. Or hilarious differences. Now, what, didn't the Indian guy have a turban on his head? Yes, of and he, he did. teleported. And oh, then I think he, li- like, like, a genie. like all Indian people, <laughs> he teleported. <laughs> and I also think he's shit in the streets. <laughs> a realistic. So there's. He, just, he would run. Can next you to imagine realistic punch out? He's just running next to the bicycle, and he keeps stopping to what shit on. What was the, the name of the Indian one? Uh, tiger, tiger something. Tiger Ali Singh, <laughs> <Punch it out. laughs> something Tiger. I know it was, it was whatever. 
Here he goes. Uh, gr the great, great tiger. tiger. The great tiger. Thank you. See, I knew it. it was <laughs> it's the most racist game ever. I loved it. I loved it growing up. You just you just keep advancing and beating up different brown he people. He boxes with a turban on. <laughs> Guys, he's boxing with a fucking turban hey, on. Hey, leave the Maharasha alone. Are we missing the obvious thing the fact that an Italian plumber was the referee? Oh, yeah, there's another place with a fucking Italian plumber. Yeah, why yeah dude, Mario was in this game. I keep forgetting about that. Do you understand how many millions of dollars are probably on these Little Mac fights? You know what I mean? Little Mac versus Piston Honda. Yeah, right. Yeah, seriously, you know, they're going to get Mills Lane? Yeah, what is hey! going on? Well, what about the, the, the fucking guy? Fucking Joe Cortez? Yeah, well, what about the guy that uh, helped Mayweather in the last fight and helped him fix that fight? Hey, come on. Girl. <laughs> Oh, man, see, so he went down. Yeah, I wanted to see him teleport real quick so does, we could see. Mitch, does watching Punch-Out give you anxiety like watching Canadian Canada's Worst Handyman? Oh, no, not at all. Because Punch-Out is tolerable. We've left a booklet that lists every challenge the bad handyman will be doing in rehab. The first challenge will be a shopping trip. But impatient Brian P is skipping ahead. Fucking Brian P, man! Every time Brian with this guy. And why P. is everybody, why is everybody mad at Brian P? Because he's a fucking go-getter. He's already trying to get the job. You know, he's trying to get a head start here. He's all about the Here's demolition. The thing, he hasn't even turned the water off when he's already ripping the sink out of the of the wall. Well, you know, I know a guy who did that once too, and it wasn't even you know nobody even asked him to rip the sink <laughs> off the wall. It was the same plumber in Good, dude. Good pull, man. That's fucking funny. Wow. Seven years later. Sick burn. Wow. Oh fuck. <laughs> Good pull. For the listeners who aren't who nobody's talking about. Yeah, we should do a show I, called Colorado's Worst Guest. <laughs> I was over at Royce and Marie's house. <laughs> that was so funny, man. That was quick. And, and Dutch I, is all like, I'll do the dishes. I just heard dishes, Dutch say rip so the sink I, off the wall. I, I I'm like, how dare you? A lot of times when you pull the 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 you know the handheld hose from a sink, it, it went up like two <laughs> inches, and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, okay, maybe it's caught like from like a spray bottle or something underneath. And so I just pull a little bit harder, thinking it would shake loose, because that's usually what happens at my house. Nope. That was the extent of the length of the hose, <laughs> and I snapped a PVC pipe that was underneath the sink, which made water go literally throughout the entire apartment. And John and I had to run down and shut the water off from the entire building. Which, oh obviously, God, which obviously hadn't been shut off in quite a long time, and it was actually quite stiff, and you had to turn off the whole building's water yeah, and until keep we in mind, it out. Building. Keep in mind, Marie lived in an apartment at the time. And On yes, the third floor. Yes, it was a nice apartment, but apartment nonetheless, which means resources are shared. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to cut the water off the floor. For the entire <laughs> building. Do you know how annoyed I'd be? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> does the, the fact that it was PVC plumbing under a sink. <laughs> I was shocked by that. That's I was how like, it is in Florida, wow, man. Really? Everywhere in Florida. That's the dude in South Florida? Oh, my God. Yeah, because you don't have to worry about anything freezing. I yeah. guess so, yeah. Yeah, nobody gives a shit here. It's no Nothing's ever going to freeze. It might get kind of cold and frost over for like two hours. It's not going to freeze. Some day is going to blow through it to 90 degrees. <laughs> Even in the middle of winter, there'll be that one random day like, Jesus, it's hot out. Yeah, it's really weird here. here. Oh, more handyman, of course. Yeah, here we go. Oh, wait, bathroom. hold on. So speaking of handyman, should we talk about what happened afterwards? What do you mean? 
Oh, remember the drunk guy? Oh, the plumber old... that came while we were doing the show. Yeah, just the drunk guy <laughs> showed up, and we had to write him a note saying that he was drunk because his coworker yeah asked because he was a beta male and couldn't tell him himself. He had to have other people tell. Yep. Him. Hey, by the way, your drinking has gotten. It was like an intervention. Yeah. Yeah. Your drinking has affected our empl- our customers in the following ways. And I was like, can we get this creepy go out of the fucking house, please? Get out of my house. Demolition. Nice idea. Except he's already created a leak. Well, we guessed it. Okay, we know how to get this out. We just need a hacksaw. And this is gone. So where's your room? We don't have one. You do. It's downstairs. Come with me. <laughs> so they oh, all get a different room to work be on? Where you sp- yeah, they all have their own rooms to work on and design and do all their own handiwork in. And they all have like they all have like one challenge, so the challenge is to patch a hole in the wall or it needs to, you know, build some little box or whatever. And then at the end of the episode they have like like there's like a shared a common space they all have to work on, like mm-hmm. a kitchen or something like that. And then they all have to work together and fix up that area and they're all terrible at everything. Spend the next 15 so days. So it's essentially kind of like real world, but Canada and handyman. Kind of, yeah. Life here in our rehabilitation center. Angie takes the room, but oh, doesn't like it. Oh, another barrel. I'll be just fine by myself in the basement. And, you know, I got Roy down there, so. Welcome she to got Canada's what Worst Lodge. Your task here is to completely renovate a child's bedroom. A children's bedroom. Renovate a child's bedroom. <laughs> While in rehab, each handyman will engage in plumbing projects. All right. Yes. <laughs> okay, he didn't turn the water off. He's a fucking moron. Turn off the water! Everyone. <laughs> Did any of them turn off the water? <laughs> no one turned off Usually the not. Water. We'll learn how to do electrical work. I wish they would make like, them do electrical work while the water was on so they'd all die. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, what? When you're working on anything, you have to turn off whatever the source is, whether it be electrical, uh, water, sewage. Does, no. You have to no. no? Just, just pull it out. Just, just go ahead. Just yeah. Just rip take it a out. Sledgehammer. <laughs> yep. Duct tape will fix it if it leaks. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so this is listen to this. This has been your nightmare. It's so hard to watch, but I can't <laughs> stop. And carpentry will happen an awful lot. It looks like she cut her hair with a sawzall. <laughs> In rehab, every nominee for Canada's worst handyman. No, <gasps> no he Holy did not. Shit, are you fucking put a serious? drill through this person's hand? What did I just see? He was In holding rehab, a piece of wood. Every nominee for Canada's with his arm, and the other person <laughs> has a drill. humongous drill. Oh my god! Why would you ever do that? Because you're a bad handyman. <laughs> did you really go through the back part? After Nazi oh lawyer. <laughs> After Nazi lawyer. Worst handyman. Ah! Will participate in 23 building challenges. Oh. The lessons they learn. <gasps> yeah! Oh, he could have cut his hand off. What a moron. 
fine. And this is the guy who's just watching him like a dick. He's doing fine. This is, see, these reactions you're having is how I feel during the entire episode. Canadian <laughs> fucking Colin Quinn's a dick. <laughs> Who holds her hand underneath with her saw? Oh, he's oh, he's bleeding. Bleeding. He's bleeding. oh, he did cut his hand. Look, it's fine. It's not going to be a big deal. I'm just going to wash off my LA gear sneakers later. <laughs> Look, I'm just gonna hammer it, all right, dummy? It's gonna be Some fine. Some people will get frustrated. Here, you do it. Some will get aggressive. You're distracting me! Get the f out of here! That's as mad as a Canadian. Yeah, that's what the, the problem way. is. I'm distracting you, stupid. <laughs> yeah. I'm so very upset, eh? Please leave. If I'm gonna, you know, you yeah, get the cameras out of here. They're distracting me on this TV show. You know, it's just like, eh, you know, I'm on a show called, uh, you know, The Bad Handyman. You know, that's gonna turn out. <laughs> I mean, saw, you know, somebody's gonna hurt. <laughs> and some will want to quit. Oh, sorry. Goodbye. Sorry. 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 <laughs> That's the angriest that man's ever been, by the way. He got stabbed with a fucking, with a, saw, a circular saw. And, and he's, he's like, like, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, I was in your way. I can't sorry. do this anymore. This year's Frozen Wilderness theme will create the most ambitious season we've ever had at the Handyman Rehabilitation Center. <laughs> Can I say that after this, all I'm going to watch is Canadian Handyman. I just want you to understand. No. <laughs> this show is already making me happy. You know, but you told me it was going to be a lower estimate. Now you're telling me it's a higher estimate. That's an Irish, ah, that's an Irish so, sorry, accent. Sorry, sorry. That was an Irish That's Canadian. an Irish. A little Irish, yeah. That was not Irish. That was, that was very, a little Irish. Very that was like, hi, you told me it was going to be a... That's, that's, this is crazy. That was Leprechaun, that was leprechaun Irish. <laughs> that I, was, I, you told me me estimate was going to be lower, you know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking A. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> Are they building an igloo? <laughs> Stupid Canadians. Let's hope common sense doesn't get frozen out here. What if somebody dies on this show? Like, I don't, I don't understand. They're giving It'd them tools. I hope they're building a cold grave for Justin Trudeau. <laughs> it would be worth it, Mitch says. Oh, like... Oh, like, fuck me, you know? It's I'm just trying my best what? here. No! No, the person's standing on the other side! No, his fingers You're are right there! You're drilling towards his dick. So stop, it's not a big deal. It's proven some people do not have common sense. He was putting grouting in between the things with his hand. Go, go, go! Hustle, hustle! Move, move! For the people who do have common sense... This year's handyman education will be as good as sex. I don't think that they're that man educated. has never had sex consensually without paying for it. I don't. This I don't. Fucking... I don't think they're gonna learn anything. Go go go! Hustle hustle! Move move! For the people who do have common sense, this year's handyman education will be as good as sex. This guy has sex. This guy fucks. He fucks. Yeah, nobody, fucks. nobody who has ever compared home improvements to sex has ever had sex or probably improved a home. Wanna You've probably the, done neither of those wanna things. Want to go to the drive-in in my snowmobile? <laughs> I'll sneak you in in the back. Well, Mitch, because if I have a choice between getting my dick wet or putting up drywall. <laughs> I'm putting up the drywall. <laughs> course you are i've i've we don't have to watch I, i've decided that this is my favorite show now and i'm gonna watch all of it thank you mitch much appreciated you, netflix, of, you said I, yeah i found it on netflix yeah i'm just full of good tv recommendations lately uh, don't get too fucking cocky shithead oh you're you. gonna like you're gonna watch this you're gonna enjoy it. you're gonna have a good time 
No, I mean, I'm going to be angry, but that's why I'm going to like it. Because I like watching things that make me angry. This is painful. Yeah, it's... it's that's not true. Painful. You don't like watching... Royce doesn't like watching Gilmore Girls, and Gilmore Girls makes him angry. She's been watching <laughs> so much Gilmore Girls. She's been watching. Why? So because we've been doing stuff, and I tell her, just watch Gilmore Girls and leave us alone. And... She does. She watches it, and she watches. But so then that will take over the night's schedule of TV viewing. No, and you don't understand. Those these two have been working on their side project, Revenge of the Sis, so much that they're like they're just hunkered down, looking at really deep Reddit threads, and and just every two seconds, I hear them going, "Did you see this one?" And then they're just passing things <laughs> back and forth all <laughs> night long, and so I'm sitting there like bored on the couch and so Royce just tells me to watch whatever I feel like watching that he doesn't have to pay attention to because he's digging through you know conspiracies and whatnot so I've been just re-watching season season one of Gilmore Girls which I enjoyed as a high schooler and find it funny that I'm recognizing so many flaws as an adult but Royce is legitimately getting angry at it because he doesn't have the fond memories of it as a child like I do. The same way that he enjoys watching Star Trek and I find it incredibly they, stupid. They they are sitting... First off, they're eating habits. They're For two skinny girls, they're always eating terrible food all the time. Yeah, that was one thing that I did not catch as a child. They're look, look, someone put a supercut of all the food they're always eating. They're eating habits every, of Every scene cut... Is like a time lapse of the day where they like they start a scene in breakfast, then they go to lunch and they go to dinner. So every scene they're just moving from one eating habit to another. And in fact, there's been scenes where dinner didn't go well, so they just left dinner to go to Luke's diner to eat a cheeseburger at Luke's diner instead. They like had two dinners. And clearly, Luke Luke likes you. Would you just fucking get oh, past that? Oh, Royce, you're so season one. Obviously, no. The problem is the writing is so bad. <laughs> like I'll sit there no matter how much you try. First off, they talk really fast. Back and forth. Hey, what do you remark? What do you remark? What do you remark? What do you remark? They're saying a lot of words, but not giving you any information. It's basically woman porn. Yeah, it's She's woman talking porn. talking about nothing and eating. Yeah. The other thing I notice is the whole show is based off of awkward in- encounters. None of them are, are suave. It's all very embarrassing situations that keep happening to them over and over and over again and them not knowing how to deal with it. And um, the other thing that I noticed that I never noticed as a high schooler was the background music to Gilmore Girls is just two ladies and a guitar going, la, 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 la. <laughs> they just keep la, la, lying. They talk, <laughs> they talk so fast. Watch. Away on business. Location stop secret. Oh, Germany. Germany. Sometimes. Nazis now. Your father doesn't know any Nazis. I know, Mom. I was just. What? Joking. She was joking. Oh. This is actually Talked pretty slow. Yeah. No. Wait. There are scenes where Lorelai, oh. I want her to take a breath halfway through her sentence, because I'm getting uncomfortable. Right, which one's Lorelai? The mom. Lorelei. The mom, right? And R- Rory is the child. It's 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 just Lorelai talks too much. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, we noticed an episode where Brandon Routh was. Hold on, shut up. Macintosh, whose son married a Spanish girl. God knows how long it's going to last, but the food at their wedding was wonderful. Do you like it, Lenny? I do. Not too spicy. I like spicy food. Do you? 
Well, Christopher, did you hear that? Lenny likes spicy food, and so do you. Isn't that something? Right. Uh, yes. Small world. Hey, Lenny, I have a recurring dream where a walrus Watch. waddles up, lies down on me, falls asleep, and I can't breathe. What do you think it means? Lorelei. What dead what Lenny's a psychologist. She should know. Fuck? It's okay. You saw um, that? Do you like spicy food? I have a recurring dream? Yeah. What the fuck is this show about? It's so fast moving. Everything, it's just... You know what? You know what it sounds like. It's like when you do a when you uh, when you're editing up a like a radio promo and you cut out all the uhs and the space <laughs> yeah, right? between yeah. and the likes. But by the end of you, by the by the finished promo, it's like, hey guys, make sure you go into this and Amazon.com. Make sure you go into blah 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 blah. And da, 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 and you're like, wow, nobody ever breathes. It's like, dude, nobody breathes on this show ever. They all fucking gills. <laughs> you have read Alice in Wonderland too many times? Touche, Lenny. She's got wit and Stay wisdom this week. You know, Christopher does the Sunday New York Times puzzle every single week. And he's hey, a what's total it faggot. When you're afraid of spiders. <laughs> arachnophobia. You have arachnophobia? No. Thank goodness. What's it called pew, when you're pew, afraid pew, of people pew, who are afraid pew, of spiders? Because that one I've got. Oh, Lord. I don't think there's a technical term for that yet. How about Wait a minute. Phobia? She's that makes the, sense. That? She's Hold the on. woman from The Office. She was Mike. That Michael's conversation storyline was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Voices in your head, totally normal, right? Excuse me. Okay. Only two. Here's the thing. That speak English. Here's the thing. Stop. No. Stop. No. It no, for no. Stop Christ it for a second. No. This is what you do. You to guys me. are saying this it's ridiculous. You, do to me. you guys are saying it's ridiculous. Is it easy to talk? Yes. This is going we're saying on? it's ridiculous. And here's why it's ridiculous. The whole premise of the show it's is terrible. The whole premise of the show sucks. Is that the parents? Are the grandparents are super duper rich and they're so stuffy and stuck up that no one can stand them and so that's why Lorelai got pregnant at sixteen and ran away and, and just did her own thing because she was a rebel and her whole goal in life is to fuck with her parents. Brendan says if you close your eyes, it's like listening to a bunch of tweens at Starbucks. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Let's just a little more. <laughs> Even with that background, Marie, you didn't make it any better. That was exciting. terrible dialogue. Can be. It's a lot of traveling, actually. Oh, I love traveling. It's one thing they're I really miss about like they, 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 talk be, they start talking before the other f- person finishes talking. They're trying to show how stuffy everything is and also that there's all super intelligent people. Then traveling, oh time traveling. Do you think that's possible? I want to time travel no fucking forward. How did they get the, this bits over? How did they get the time travel? How <laughs> yeah, some kind of time this show? You're very quiet, Christopher. <laughs> well, I, Dutch um, wants to time travel too. Imagine <laughs> that all night, all night long. All night long. All night. I want to travel back in time and fucking kill the creator of the series' parents. Who made Gilmore Girls? Who made like, like Tony Stark's parents? I don't know. I never paid attention. I don't know. Yeah, but how do you keep up it's with that? It's a huge show. I mean, we can shit on it. it. It is a big show. Yeah, I am shitting on it. That's what I'm doing. It's oh, terrible. A lot of people had some cameos in Nickelback that show. fucking sells out arenas. That doesn't mean they're good. <laughs> good point. Doesn't it? No. That means there's a lot of stupid people. The moneymaker. Some people like shitty things. Here's the thing. <clears throat> What's something shitty that you like? You? you know for a fact it's shit, but for some reason... You take enjoyment from it. Joel, Joel Dutch Van Wingerden, you're a shitty hey, person, but I mean, like you. You're a shitty person, but I like you. Uh, I don't know. Alcohol, cigarettes, opiates, sex with complete anonymous strangers. What else? Do you want me to keep going? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was, I was going to say Starship Troopers, but you guys got real. <laughs> That's the best answer. 
answer ever. That's there's a Drew's lineup. Who's that had a fun answer? I you like fun, one real. I had a fun one. You, you, you guys get really excited to just talk about your <laughs> awfulness. Starship Troopers, I know it's bad. You, you asked the question. Yeah, sorry, man. It just it gets rough, man. Shit gets real out here in, in, in Orlando, Florida. We got the documents. Of course it does. We got the documents now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do. <laughs> you know what I know Mike and Royce really like is that song, Everybody, Everybody, which we cannot play. No, we can't. Ow! <laughs> we can't play it? No, no. I'm not allowed. I we looked, check. We'll, we will, they will mute the whole video. I looked it up. They were like, absolutely, positively, no. Oh, no. You are not allowed to play Dark Boxes, Everybody, Everybody. But we're allowed but, to sing it, right? But I'm going to Of course. I'm going to sing it. the stupid it's three it. words in that song over and over again. Ow. Which are, Everybody, <laughs> Everybody, and... Ow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I need to listen to this now, but I won't send the audio to you guys. I apparently inadvertently made these two have it stuck in their head because I was talking oh. about how everybody was doing the Me Too hashtag. It was it was stuck in my head before I had coffee today. I have, a karaoke, I, have a, I have a karaoke version. All right. Ow. What's the name of the song? Just everybody? Black Box, everybody, everybody. everybody. Ow. Do you not remember this? Ow. Eight years ago. So here's the thing. This is uh, a three-piece Italian band <laughs> of like white guys that played the clarinet and the keyboard and shit, and they just found a really pretty black model to dance in front and and lip sync to this, which is apparently what happened in the early '90s in a lot of music videos. Whatever you hear. Hold on, can you guys hear what I'm playing right now? No, no, no. Whenever I feel the light, but you don't want to stay. By the way, whenever you hear three-piece so Italian and the next word isn't suit, it's probably going to be something terrible. No, it's a three-piece electronic band where they needed a, a black lady to sing for them. I hate, I hate karaoke. I love it. It just reminds me of, like, drunk white girls that are like, Yeah, let's go out like two weeks. Or every Asian. Let's ruin everybody's night tonight <laughs> with our singing. It's pretty good. So yeah, we've been we've been torturing each other with this one. For, no, no, no. Mostly you've been torturing us. If we're being fair. Well, I had to catch up because I didn't realize you were doing it all day. I only realized it when I got home. Dude, it was before I had even had coffee, and Royce said something about it. And then so wait, this the came song. out eight years ago, and it looks like something that came out in like '92. It didn't come out eight. It years didn't ago. come out eight. It years was put ago. on YouTube maybe eight years ago. Oh, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, that's not the same thing. Want to want to see somebody filmed a lady and she has a problem. You want to hear what it is? Sure. Okay. All right. This is a lady sitting in a car and she's on a cell phone. Doesn't realize she's being filmed. Here you go. Where did this come from? She's saying your penis is too small. Why is she yelling You'll at? See. Wow. 
She's a smoker. What do you think's happening on the other end of that phone call? It's been driving me crazy all day. Where did this come from? No, there's from? more. I, just somebody on Is he furiously jacking know. off? Is he saying you're a dumb bitch? Like, what is he doing? No. I don't know. She saying, is, why are you leaving me? She is on a cell phone in a car in a very lush area that looks like the north. And somebody in the another north. car. You gotta say it like that. The north. The north remembers. Um, so it looks like Maybe somebody. She's talking to Theon. Somebody in the next in the car north. over in the north <laughs> is filming her while she's yelling with a window open. She's yelling, "Your penis is too small!" Through a cell phone in a car with an open window. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> She reminds me of the clown that used to yell at people. At, uh, oh, the guy's getting out of the closer. car now. He gets closer. Still. By the way, she's not in a bad car. She's in a nice car. She's looking at BMW. Why are there pauses? Is that a, a nice car? It's though? a BMW. Do you think somebody well, he's probably yelling machine. that her her vagina is too floppy? Do you, do you think somebody on the other end of that cell phone conversation is saying no, it's not, <laughs> and that's where the pause is yeah. coming in? <laughs> that's what I think it is. Yeah, yeah. How do we know? I still want to verify it's a nice or car because all cars, all cars above 2016 are nice looking now. True, they're True. deceptive. Or maybe he's saying your vagina's too big. She sounds like Harvey Firestein's sister. Yeah. Maybe it just doesn't get very hard with that horrendous voice of yours. That She's been be smoking for a long time. Maybe he doesn't want to face fuck Sam Kinison. I'm going to guess Jersey. Penis. She's fucking smoking a cigarette as she's yelling that. Why did she have to say it so many times? Because his penis is too small. I've been saying it forever. You finally caught me on. It sounds exactly like your. You finally caught me on video. The problem is, and look, guys, I'm gonna let you know a little secret. Here was the issue: his penis was too small. Oh, that's what it was. It was too small. Was it too? Wait, wait, what was too small? His penis was too small. (laughs) Do you think she was talking to the guy on the other end that was like sisma penis? <laughs> Maybe he's just agreeing with her. We, we are very simple people with very small penis. I fucking love South Park. Brendan in the chat is actually guessing perhaps Century Village in Pembroke Pines. It's very possible to retirement community. See, I'm I want to guess Jersey because of all the pine trees and the deciduous looking leaves around her. It's very Jersey looking. Or New York looking. I feel like that could be anywhere. Bean is so small. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that could be anywhere like north or east of Maryland. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that section and above. Yep. So you just discovered this on your own? No one sent it to you? I found it on, someone posted it on Facebook. Yeah, it was just bugging you? Yeah, I was curious. I would love to hear the other end of the conversation. I need That's yeah. it. There's no more. I need more of this woman. There's no more. This woman reminds me you of... You have a video left. 
No, no, I bumped back. We were here. This woman reminds me of the woman, the 50-year-old woman that had the vagina alarm clock. Remember oh, that yeah. video? Where she burnt herself or something? Penis is too small, though. I don't know. But she seems... Her vagina is irradiated. Oh, wait, no, sorry. It just seems unnecessary to yell it so much. <laughs> Her vagina is cold. I just, I, I. God, why would you sit on the phone? If if any girl said that to me, I'd just hang up and be like, okay, I gotta find a new girl who know, doesn't man. think my penis is small. <laughs> I think I get it after the first or the second round. Yeah. Okay, cool. I get I'm it. not fighting with you anymore. If you think that, like, ooh, right. ooh, I got it. Bye, babe. I got it. Maybe he needed to be degradated in order to get off, and he was jacking on the other side. That's very That's funny. what I was asking yep. earlier. Do you think he's either jacking off or angry on the other side? Could it, be both. Yeah, I mean, you could. You, I've jerked off all angry. That's what I guess a dominatrix just turns to in retirement. Does she sound like a dominatrix though? No, but I'm saying in retire, like she's probably been a dominatrix for years, and she just gave up and broke, and now she just yells at people on the cell phone in her car. But like, take a poll around the room with the other two other guys in the room. Like, if a girl screams that at you with that voice, are you calling them again? I would never. No, want, I would never I, want to immediately s- hang up. I would never want to have sex with a girl that talks like that. So, no. <laughs> like, no. Good point. Yeah. I mean, you could be a fucking, uh, you could be a knockout and talk like that. And I'd be like, no, I, I can't. Once do you this. have the Fran Drescher voice, you're dead to me. That's not even Fran Drescher. I'd fuck 10 Fran Dreschers before I deal with that. Whatever yeah. that noise is that was emanating from that fucking gate of hell she calls her mouth. She's pretty sexy. So that's the that's the c word basically for guys, right? Saying that your there's, dick is there's, small. There's no c. Not com- really though. There's no c word for guys except maybe commitment. Outside of that, we don't fucking care. I'm talking about like the the, the final straw. There's no because you could but even say no, to a guy your dick is small, but if you let him fuck her, they don't care. Like if a, if a fucking girl who's a fucking twelve says you have a small dick, but you could fuck me anyway, you're still gonna fuck her. Yeah, seriously. Like, eh, that would kind of screw me up. Well, maybe you, but not me. All right, what what is you guys' final word? Like, what's the what's the c word for you? And by the way, c word isn't actually that bad, but you know what I mean when I say that, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Pregnant. <laughs> it's pretty shitty. It's pretty bad. <laughs> like for a guy, I think for a guy hearing that a girl is pregnant when they weren't trying to be pregnant is the worse than the c word. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Does that make yeah, you leave that person or make you think like, okay, I need to not commit? No, but like I, if, yeah, if, telling me you're right. pregnant is worse than calling me a cunt because now you're calling me a potential murderer. And I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, something is actually coming out of your cunt that's way worse than the word. Well, here's the difference between this, though, uh, Mersh, is that the, the people we're talking to now are married. You and I aren't. So if they got pregnant, be like, oh, okay, well, um, what do you want to do? You know, like it's one of those kind of questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With you and me, it's like, no, no. Well, I I did have the experience of being married and knocking somebody up, as brief as that was. 
even even in the brief time we were married, we're like, yes, yeah, oh, so we're I flushing about that. You're so right. We're flushing that out, right? <laughs> like we're pretty. I pretty out of that. I'm sorry, uh, man. I mean, I wasn't even doubtful. It was still like we're going to stay married, but we're going to not keep that, though, right? <laughs> that, was, that, was, <laughs> I mean, that was a unanimous decision. I've I've seen fucking board mergers go through with less uh with more fucking resistance. <laughs> that was just like, yep, yeah, open it shut. Let's get this done. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking great. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a word because I don't care about anything ever. So nothing. Well, what, what happens if if if, uh, if your girl wakes up tomorrow and she says, or not girl, your wife wakes up tomorrow and says, "Hey, we're pregnant." Well, that wouldn't bother me because we're gonna have kids eventually. Exactly. Be, so the only thing, uh, the only thing though, I would be pissed because, like, we haven't actually tried. So I'd be like, "Oh, I missed out on the fun part." You know, just be like, <laughs> just have some really motivated pre-com. This better not be a mulatto kid coming so, out. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, what Mitch is saying is he's got a problem knowing he's having a kid coming, but he wants to get that, like, two to three weeks of just, just straight yeah. digging Dumping out. inside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you're oh. supposed to have that. You're supposed to be like, yeah. Right. It's really it's get on that, that part. Like, God damn it. Dumping inside is the greatest. It really is. A fucking just a, yeah. isn't it, like, God's greatest gift? Just... You're able to mm. make a deposit, and I like how it's such a respectful way you say it, dumping inside, like dumping that, that's, inside. Girl, girls will that's love. what you guys. That's what you girls are to us, ladies. Yeah, at least Marie made it sound like banking. Yeah, dumping inside. Yeah, we're gonna just Sorry. drop all this dirty shit inside of you, and hopefully it really is that out. much better. By the way, hope another fucking human comes out. <laughs> fucking, it's so terrible when you pay that way. What, hey, did, wanna, what did what did I call it the other day? The cum catcher. Yeah, she called her vagina the cum her, 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 her vagina the cum catcher. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> she calls it. What do you call? I it? I know, but it's still gross. Like, <laughs> still gross. What do you call it, weirdo? A vagina, not a cum catcher. Ugh. To be fair, I wasn't calling it my cum catcher. I was just calling somebody's. Come catch. Doesn't matter. I'm still envisioning you, and you're my sister, and it's weird to me. It's gross. I was imagining it like a catch, so like a gross. big old catcher's mitt, like yes. in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's I all leathery. It's all leathery and old and weathered. And you, <laughs> Johnny, yes. Johnny Bench, yes. called. The Johnny Bench glove. Yeah. And, I'm, and you prime I'm and you prime it by hitting it with a baseball repeatedly. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, fuck. We got a break, please. Hold on. In this case, the baseball is a big <laughs> dick. You. That's right. You. Wouldn't you like to know the story of you? What makes you you? DNA and Me is a genetic service that can help you find out exactly who your ancestors were. You might be surprised. I thought I was just a standard white guy. But DNA and me showed that I'm actually 4.2% Cherokee Indian. Turns out I'm not totally white. I'm also part Northern Asian and even some Kurdish. I'm a victim of oppression. I used to get in trouble for always using the N-word. But with DNA and me, I found out that I'm 2.1% black. Morning, Steve. Stop, nigga. The test is easy. Simply swab the inside of your mouth and send it into our labs. People made fun of me for being French. DNA and me showed I was 8% Navajo. Nobody's making fun of me now or my people who are victims. 
I'm 13% victim. I'm 21% victim. Order now and find out if your friends should be more sympathetic towards you. DNA and me. Are you in? Help. Yes, I'm in. Back with second hour of Dutch and Royce, RollerGrader.com. RollerGrader.com slash live. Want to check us out? Uh, if you want the podcast, search where any podcasts are. Just search out more like radio or Dutch and Royce, <clears throat> and you can get us there. That was helpful. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, Just bad... Google podcasts and we'll be there. Yeah. Jennifer, what did you guys do this weekend? Well, I wanted to talk about this real quick. Jennifer Lawrence came out and says that she was forced uh, into doing uh, actress lineups with only pasties covering our privates early in her career, she said. From Harvey Weinstein? Well, no, no, just in general, but Hollywood. Is there photo evidence? When I was much younger and starting out, <laughs> I was told by producers to lose 15 pounds in two weeks, she said. One girl before me had already been fired for not losing enough weight fast enough. Uh, and during That's the, how Hollywood works, I and think, during this right? time, a female producer That's the whole doing. point of it, Dutch, is that we've been allowing them to be subject to this kind of body shaming for forever, and they've just been dealing with it to get fame. Yeah, cool. Except for the fact that why wasn't Jennifer Lawrence fucking talking about all this weird creepo stuff in Hollywood last year when she was the highest paid actress, and not this year, because now everyone's scrambling because they were all caught with their pants down with Harvey Weinstein, and all these fuckers are been covering for him forever and now they're all pretending to be like oh my god I'm a victim no you're not Gwyneth Paltrow the people that are victims are people that, that spend $70 on your smoothies fucking sick cool. of these people all of them I mean I I will preface what I'm about to say with sexual harassment and assault is just awful why don't you just leave if it's bad I mean if you're not getting tied down and thrown in a dungeon, if you have free will, why do you stay? Why put up with it? Because that's the way Hollywood's always been, and they know it. And when Ashley Judd was jerking off Weinstein to get her Oscar, man, it took her 20 years now to come out and say that it was a problem. And you had 20 years. The pisses me off is that Ashley Judd was yelling about Trump grabbing people's pussies, and you literally jerked this guy off and never told anybody anything. You know what I mean? Like, that's the stuff where it's like, you fucking phonies, is, all of you. Is Hollywood really that bad? Yes. And is money really that enticing? Yes. And fame just so desirable? Yes. That you will put yourself through the worst of the worst to get there? Yes. Yes. And the reason and logic behind it is if you don't, then the next hot thing behind you will will tolerate it. And then you'll just be out of luck. Yes. For every person that Harvey, this is the truth. For every person that Harvey Weinstein creepily and fucking molested and made people do stuff against their will, there was 500 girls behind her that would gladly, without him asking, blow him to get into a movie. So to think that it was just Harvey, well, I'm not defending him, the guy's a creep, but to think that it was just Harvey Weinstein making these girls do that, no, the fucking culture of Hollywood, that's how it is. Like, Do you, do you, think do you, you know how many girls would gladly walk in there and try to seduce him and blow him to be in his next film? That That's what I wonder is, okay, Harvey was obviously a fucking scumbag. He's getting crucified right now. He's going he's already fired from the academy. He's on the out. But that's not going to stop creeps. So some other creep will eventually come into some power of some kind and 
How how do we stop this from continuing when other This is people- where it starts, Marie. Like this is where it starts. It's from the top. And it'll start trickling down and Do you then- really think that people will stop sucking dicks and allowing this kind of conduct yeah, to happen? Not as is- much as it did before. You think so? With, you think with the most powerful man in Hollywood going down this way? Woody, yeah. Al- Woody Allen just said that you know he feels bad for Weinstein, but he hopes this doesn't cause a witch he hunt. He, ho- he hopes this doesn't cause a witch hunt. I wonder why the guy who married his stepdaughter doesn't want there to be a witch hunt. Like my point is, it's <laughs> my point is, dude. We all know it's not just him; it's every old creepy producer there's doing that. And you don't fucking think, and you don't fucking think that they're that they're that. That, that there's plenty of people that go in there and try to blow these guys. Like, of course, that's the the way they got the, the prop. This is the thing is like, I don't even give a shit about, you know, I don't want fucking people to be molested or anything. But my point is, I don't even give a shit. You could have your incestuous fucking culture. But at the same time, they're the same people going body shaming is wrong and women need to be heard. And Ashley Judd is saying, I, you know, screaming at the Women's March. Remember that? Like, these are the same exact people that are saying that stuff. About, you know, and Trump is this and, you know, Republicans hate women. And at the end of the day, you've been sheltering these pedophiles for how not pedophiles. Some of them are, but sheltering these alleged rapists for how fucking long, you know, just tolerating it because they had money, power and fame and everything. Look at the stuff on Brian Singer. Brian Singer's been 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 charged and accused of, you know, messing around with underage boys like for a long time. This isn't like news. Look at up Brian Singer accusations. So do you think, because I'm just trying to see where this is going. If, if we really are enacting change in our entertainment, in our entertainment industry in the United States, are we going to start looking more like European television where most of the actors and actresses probably look like everyday people, not like supermodels the way we have them here in America. Are we going to get better actors that look a little bit more average? Does that mean we'll get better TV? I don't know. Uh, or gonna, or is it just the not, same old, that's same not old? not going to happen. People are still going to be pretty on TV. Nothing's going to change. I mean, nothing's going to change. Look, as long as women are willing to put their dick, put 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 their mouth on someone's dick, and as long as guys like having their dick in women's mouths, I yeah, sure. A lot I of, like that. A lot of the molestation might go down because of this, which it should, and a lot of all that. But do you think that <coughs> willing participation with, with for using sex to get? It, of course, it's still going to happen. It's not going to stop happening. That's unrealistic to think it's not going to. There's a way to stop that because you can't stop that because it's not just that. I mean, how many industry and it, dude in corporations and Wall Street, you know how many people try to sleep their way to the top? It's, it's not just in Hollywood. No, know? I know. I, but that's what I'm saying is that's what people are trying to do right now with this Me Too hashtag. Everyone's trying to say in one way, shape or form, like everyone has been affected either by from as little as a, a cat calling incident all the way to a rape. And everywhere in between, somebody has felt uh, pressured into something that they didn't want to be pressured into at some point in yeah, their lives. But here's the thing: like a million women march because they didn't like Trump doing the pussy grabbing thing or whatever. I don't. Why aren't there a million? This is worse. Listen, no matter how much you like Trump or hate Trump, this is worse. This is a systemic thing that's going on in this in Hollywood, and and this is what women should be marching on the street for. You know what I mean? This Think is about what, how many movies that Harry Weinstein was a part of, and how many parts—not even just the main parts, but like side parts—that he had to cast. 
and that he made them suck his dick. No, I, I know. I mean, we've all joked for f- I can't tell you how long about the term casting couch and yeah. what that means. I mean, it came from somewhere. We all know that Hollywood is all about who you know and who you're, f- you're flirting around with. And who and- you blow. And and a lot of women have done a lot of things that they regret to get a part, and probably men too. And men and guys, yeah. yeah. And uh, what is um, the gay producers out there? Yeah, Harvey well, Weinstein is the producer on three hundred and thirty-one things on IMDb. Yeah, it's a it's a lot. And Corey was it Corey Feldman came tried yeah, to man. Corey Feldman came out and was saying, look, man, we were being molested, and, and Barbara Walters shut him down and made him feel bad. Remember that interview. And Reese Witherspoon was saying the same thing. She was uh, spewing. Yeah, she. Uh, everyone is coming out and saying it now. And I, I don't like the fact that everyone's just jumping on something that somebody came out and said. But I'm glad it's being said, and I'm glad that we're talking about it. But at the same time, it just hey, feels. Why don't you like it? I, d- I love seeing like destruction of constructs. I, I, th- I think I love the destruction seeing of it. this nonsense that is Hollywood coming crumbling down. I think it's awesome. I, I love that Hollywood's cum- crumbling down. Believe me, the destruction aspect of it is the part I love the most. This was a couple years ago. Can, uh, I, can I finish? Yeah. But the part that I don't like is that I feel like some are bandwagon jumpers onto it. Oh, like, yeah. You're going to have that. Where you're ta- like... I don't like the people that are saying me too because they were catcalled when other people were actually assaulted and using right. it. So I don't think that everything is equal. I don't really fucking care if people cat. Do you know how many times I've been fucking catcalled and that, that doesn't do anything, but assault is something different. And if people were being assaulted either as children or adults, male or female, that's incredibly wrong. And, and I can't believe how many people, had that happen. They all knew about it. They joked about it under the table. Is that Nick Offerman? Yeah, he was on this panel here. Corey Feldman was talking to Barbara Walters on this panel. I was going to play it a couple of years ago. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Thanks. I'm saying that there are people that were the people that did this to both me and Corey yeah. that are still working. They're still out there, and they're some of the richest, most powerful people in this business. And they, are and they do not want me saying what I'm saying right now. Are you saying that they're pedophiles? Yes. And that yes. they're still in this business? Yes. That's what, yeah, and that's what you were saying well, in your book. When you talk to, talk about, yeah. when yes. you talk to parents, they want me here right now. Trust Corey, me. They want me dead. There are a lot of parents out yeah. here who want to put their kids in this in this business. They, their kids are cute. They're great actors. Da, da, da. What would you say to a parent who just has the best of intentions who's coming here with their child? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're saying that there's a lot of predators in this industry. It's a many-feathered bird. Okay, be careful what you wish for. That's what I'll tell you. You know, don't go into it with naivety. Don't go into it thinking that it's all roses and You're sunglasses and an entire industry. I'm so- Did you hear what she said? This, I remember this. Do you hear what she said? You're damaging an entire industry. She's more worried about the industry that she's in, by the way, than 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 actually pedophiles. Barbara Walters is a piece of garbage for saying Yeah, that. in that moment for hold on, let's see some context. What does she There's, say afterwards? Okay. Don't go into it thinking that it's all roses and You're sunglasses and an entire industry. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to say that it's a very important, serious topic. You said that there was one gentleman in the industry who did not take advantage of you. He was not a pedophile. That's you said right. that was Michael Jackson. Out of everybody, and this is true, he said for years. <laughs> no, but the thing is 
That's what makes me think maybe Michael Jackson was a weirdo but never did anything to kids because this guy's he's Feldman's been completely open and honest about pedophiles and people touching him. So why why would he hold back on Michael Jackson? You yeah, know but what then I mean? again, well, but here's the thing: is that on his reality show with him and the other Corey, they openly talked about Michael Jackson molesting both of them. No, they didn't. Yes, I did. I will bet you a billion dollars that that didn't happen because I have been researching for the other show, my other show, about this, and they never said that. If you find it, I'll play it right now. Eh, but it was it didn't Samuel Jackson said, you know who we're talking yes, about. You know, it, it was they, very yes. obvious. No, it was. No, it was, I've watched the video and no, it wasn't. They were referring to a Hollywood producer. If you even context, it was never Michael Jackson. I'm telling okay. you because we literally just did a show right before this one today on Dan Schneider, the dude who runs all the Nickelodeon shows and who's fucking Schneider. done a lot of weird things with kids. And, and, and trust me, it wasn't him. And he's been very adamant about it. So I'm, okay. I'm telling you. All right. All right. All right. So in con, I mean, I'm not saying Michael, J- maybe he is a fucking creep. I don't know. Was a creep. I don't know. I think he is. But what I'm saying is at least with Corey Feldman, he's never, ever, ever said. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. He's one of a thousand kids that weren't molested. So Royce, you think that nothing's going to change. It's going to stay the same. Harvey Weinstein will get torn and feathered, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about no, it. No, I think this is going to start some change because with the advent of, of social media, I think it's going to change some stuff. Mm. How so? What do you think is going to be different? Well, the, because like, and correct me if I'm wrong, didn't he have something in like his own contract clauses that allowed him yes. to he had, he be had, like, hey, if you're going to be on a set with me or doing anything like that, you have to assume I'm going to molest you at some point. Like something to those. No, it was it was uh, saying that he could get out of any lawsuit by just paying money. And for each right. subsequent lawsuit, he just had to pay more money than the last one. Capping <laughs> capping out at like after nine times, it just maxes out at a, a couple hundred thousand dollars. He just needs to pay them off. He was basically paying off mm-hmm. lawsuits to keep people hush. So that kind of stuff will go away, I feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably so contracts. Will contracts will probably be scrutinized a little further. A little further. Than they used to. But that just means that that's not going to stop bad guys from doing bad things. It'll just stop bad guys from doing bad things more than nine times. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So they're still, they still uh, they Harvey will, Weinstein is probably the most powerful man in Hollywood, correct? Was. Not no more. Well, up until this last couple uh, yes, of days. Yes, yes. Up until this up until this last week, yes. So when when your Titan goes down, it will definitely change some stuff, I think. Yeah. And some people looped in the fact that um the Playboy guy died. What's his name? Um Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner, Hugh Hefner died. Hefner, yeah. So people are saying like an era of uh, men who were going after women in such a way like that are, are slowly, you know, either dying off or getting outed. And there's going to be a new era where we're more understanding and accepting and respectful. I just, Essentially. I just, with money like that, when you start dealing with millions upon millions of dollars like that, and people want that kind of money, they will do some really horrible things. I just, I, I feel like we'll be more aware and we'll be looking out for it more than we used to, but I don't think it's going to stop completely. No. I just hope that people that do encounter that kind of assault just 
leave. Like they don't put up with it. Like whether you're, whether or not you're dude, this is you're able good. to out it or not. This just walk empower, away. This will empower people going forward, though. It's like, oh, okay, the most powerful guy in Hollywood now just got uh, shut down. Nobody's off limits. So, right. Oh, and then Brendan in the chat is saying that there's also liars that are going to come out. And yeah, so oh, that's yeah. that's also the problem. That's a lot of what we're facing with um, in college campuses and whatnot is false rape allegation stories. So once we get credence to a couple people, like like I said, Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby or Bill Clinton or any of these people that come out and have multiple women that accuse of rape and then everyone jumps on a bandwagon. After a while, then you start getting people that do the fake rape accusations, which are just well, as bad. Okay, here's the thing. And, and this has been going on for a really, really, really long time. Like in, in the 20s, the, people were worried that Hollywood was, was, you know, that it was already too sexualized and stuff. So they said so that Hollywood had this self... Um, Self-implied code, like you know, like remember in the comic books, you have like the comic book code where you know it's okay for all ages. Hollywood had something called the Hayes Code, and that's why up until like the '60s, you know, people would sleep in separate beds, and you would never see people kissing open mouth on TV, and you never saw a toilet. Like it was because of that whole weird Hollywood environment. What is the Hayes? Well, see- yeah, the Hayes Code was an informal name of the Motion Picture Production Code adopted in 1930, but not seriously enforced until 34. The code was a set of rules governing American filmmaking that shaped and in many ways stifled American cinema over three decades. It also happened to completely overlap with the golden age of Hollywood. The pre-code era of Hollywood cinema stretched from around 28 to 33, and contrast between films made before and after the Hayes Code was enacted uh, showed impact on censorship had in American cinema. Films like Howard Hawks, Scarface, and 32 were made more brazen and upfront about, damn, it feels good to be a gangster, lacking, whatever. Anyway, it, it basically, um, the Hayes Code were restrictions were as follows. Crime and immortality could never be portrayed in a positive light. The forced and change to the ending of Bad Seed, uh, it says films could only present correct standards of life unless the plot called for something else. The law had to be respected and upheld in the movies. Nudity and overt portrayals and references to sexual behavior, even between consenting adults, could not be shown. So basically um, they were giving the golden rule to movies. Religion could never be depicted in a mocking manner. Drug use, including alcohol consumption, could not be shown unless the plot called for it. Well, I mean, if it's in, if it's in the movie, then the plot called for it. Topics considered perverse could be not could not be discussed or depicted in any way. Such topics included, but were not limited to homosexuality, interracial relationships, bestiality, and venereal diseases. I think we get the gist of the rules, but I'm yeah. more curious when it was done away with and why. And and um, I'm, I'm guessing where you're going with this is that because they did because they did away with it, that's when the sexual accu- or assault started happening more. Or in, in, in prior to court in, in nineteen six in the nineteen in nineteen sixties uh, nineteen sixty five sixty six is when they just stopped enforcing it because they didn't want to anymore. Basically, all right. So sixty five, it stopped being enforced. Right. And how does this fall in line with the timeline of Harvey Weinstein like people? Well, where I was mean, your connection? My connection is is that that was like that they they enforced they started enforcing in the 30s because of how weird Hollywood was getting with all the sexuality and people, you know, do, using sex and stuff and get in the movies and stuff like that. And that's why they had that. I mean, it's a ridiculous code, but I mean, the truth what is, is what does on screen have to do with what happens off screen? Everything. I mean, er, I mean, and really, it, it does, everything has to do with it because I mean. I mean, think about it. You know, how did we even get the term casting couch? How many movies have we seen where it goes, I'll make you famous, 
toots. We see it all the time. Well, what I'm saying is on screen, whether or not Lucille Ball was in the same bed as Ricky Ricardo or not, that has nothing to do with how uh, Lucy got the part. I'm not saying how Lucy got the part. I have no idea. But what I am saying is, is that that was a half-hearted attempt for, the mo- for, for Hollywood to police themselves. I guess they figured if what we show on screen looks moral, people won't question what we're doing behind the scenes. Uh, I think a lot of that had to do with uh, government constraints. No, I think they got pressure from was, it lobbyists. It was self-imposed. The, 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 they did it to themselves. Yeah, it was, self-imposed. Well, it was. I, I don't believe that. Fine, you don't have to, but that's what they said. Yeah, they said that. You believe anything they say? No, I don't. I'm just telling you. I mean, we don't have proof otherwise other than, you know, you don't. But well, The government was pretty involved back then. And they still are now. By the way, did you see what happened with, um, speaking of of Weinstein, uh, Al Michaels the other day on Sunday Night Football? They were talking about how bad the Giants were because the Giants were playing against. um, Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they were playing and he was like, the Giants have had a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. He said that in the first quarter. That's hilarious. I mean, and, it was a, it was Chris a throwaway Collins line. Started laughing. What was that? It was a throwaway line. There wasn't more to it. It was just they're having a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. Right, and, and Chris Collinsworth started laughing. He's like, "They've had the worst. They've had a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. They're you know one in five and this." And he just started like naming down their stats. And then like midway through the third quarter, he comes on and apologizes, but he did it in an Al Michaels way mm. of like, so apparently. Uh, what I said about somebody who's in the headlines these uh, this last week was offensive to some people, and I apologize. And yeah, and the Chris Collinsworth's like, yeah, okay, we're, yeah, we're good, we're good. Let's move forward, please. Well, <laughs> that was the extent of the whole thing. You remember last year when um, it was Brent such a, Musburger. It was such a non-issue. It's like, like I at first, but it's people on NBC. I know that's the that's the issue. I read the headline and I was like, oh, how taste how tasteless making a joke like that. And then I actually listened to the clip and it was just him saying, well, they're having a worse week than Harvey Weinstein is. And I'm like, okay, well, there's a joke because obviously Harvey's having a terrible week. So anyone comparing to like, okay, I get it. James Corden made a joke like that that says something about Harvey Weinstein in a bathtub or whatever. And. And then he that he had to apologize the next night too. So stupid. But why are they having to apologize immediately? Is Harvey because still that powerful? Because it was sexual assault, I'm assuming. Yeah. But did he ever actually rape or sexually assault well, someone? Well, or was a, he just walking out uh, nude and handing people emotion? There's a lot of allegations coming out. A lot. I mean, okay. there's there's even stuff like I, did you hear what Courtney Love did you hear what Courtney Love said? And this well, is from a long no 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 this is from a long time ago so it's not like it's not like that she was like trying to jump onto the bandwagon like this was like when she was she still, said this years ago yeah this was when she was still popular okay uh, yeah here, was here. that before uh, this is just after I think Nirvana yeah oh just after Cobain yeah this was actually 2005 okay so here you go you want to if you want to hear uh, what she was saying and she even said oh I'm, wor- I'm worried I'm going to get in trouble okay here you go let me turn it up here all right. Uh, do you have any advice for a young girl moving to Hollywood? Um, I'll get lively with this. Like Harvey Weinstein invites you to a private party and enforce safety stuff. Do you have any advice for a young girl moving to Hollywood? Let's hear it again. Um, I'll get lively with this. I'll get liable if I say it, which now we know there was a lot of NDAs going around. Like Harvey Weinstein. If Harvey Weinstein invites you. 
to a private party in the Four Seasons. Don't go. And this was in 2005. This was 12 years ago. So this isn't like she's hopping on now. You know what I mean? Uh. Onto the bandwagon. Like, she said that unprompted. You know what I mean? I'll get libeled. I mean, yeah. That, that confirms the whole thing of him having contracts yep. with NDAs. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. And that's the thing with NDAs is that you, you can't really, you, you can't, like, until the criminal investigation, start, if a criminal investigation starts, then NDAs don't mean shit. Like, the moment that right. happens, those NDAs don't mean anything. Is he getting a criminal but, investigation? No, they're not. And the thing is, like, those tapes that, that were played, that came out, of, came out, were taped a couple of years ago, the one where he was telling that girl, don't embarrass me or whatever. And the ADA in New York said they, they didn't have enough evidence to prosecute him. And the well, same he thing. has basically, you know, him going, I need to check into rehab. Like, he's kind of, you know, incriminating himself in that regard, no? Yeah, but that's what they always do. And the Motion Picture Association, like, kicked him out. Like, he's been completely blackballed. So. Good. No, yeah, I know. Good, that, but that slob. Have you seen him? One of them. It, it's good. He looks that, like a guy that would do that. It's good that he's getting destroyed. It's just so sad that everyone was aware of it and no one did anything about Until it. Until now. Until now. <clears throat> Same How? thing with the Cosby thing. This guy's the white Cosby. Exactly. But with a lot more the power. Thing, everybody knew and all these women knew and they all knew and they waited until Hannibal Burris had a thing in his stand up act. And then it like, caught fire for some reason, and then they all felt empowered to do something. Who was it. the first one to call out Harvey? Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. I don't know who the first one was. Here's the thing. I don't, I don't even know. know where it started. Well, what, there was, there was, it was coming out, basically. I, I think somebody had leaked that the, the uh, New York had been doing an investigation. But everybody knew. No, I knew everybody knew, but I mean. That was the point. But it was coming out to the public, not just like a little Hollywood secret. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the way everyone's talking about it. It's as if Harvey Weinstein is the older alcoholic brother that everyone knows is is slipping uh, alcohol underneath his coat, and he's right, constantly right. like, they're just like, oh yeah, it's just it's it's Harvey, you know. And so what are you gonna do? And we try to tell him not to stop, and but he's not gonna stop. Yeah, and then you got Ben Affleck that, that. and and Matt Damon who. They were getting some shit for, I guess, trying to stifle yeah, some Matt stories. Yeah, Matt Damon apparently killed a story in 2006. A, a New York Times female reporter was trying to write and about Matt you know, Damon, and he bar- he apparently tr- you know tried to spike the story. And there's even audio, I think, I believe, or Matt, or not audio, but Ben Affleck reportedly saying like you know that that some he heard something that Weinstein was grabbing a girl's ass without consent or something, and he said something to the effect of like, "Oh, Harvey, we told him to stop." Well, like, yeah, like I told him to stop like, that shit. Like, like, it, like it's a well-known thing, right? So you know, it's well-known. Yep, I saw Kevin Smith posted earlier that you know most of his movies were made uh, through Harvey Weinstein, and he was saying that any residuals he's getting from his movies, he's gonna donate to donate to a women's charity. Well, here's the thing is that he had been on a podcast talking about how he obliterated Weinstein for showing up to one of his movies and just talking and on his phone the entire time. And I guess he like pulled him out in the uh, hallway and said, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like you're ruining my movie. Like Kevin Smith has, even though he's worked with him a bunch of times in the past. Right. uh, The last time they worked together was when he pulled him out in the hallway and said, you're a piece of shit. Well, yeah, I guess Kevin Smith was aware of it, but he just, he even said, 
He's like, I just wanted to make my movies. I like, you know, poor guy just wanted to have a creative outlet and you go with whoever will will fund your films. This guy was the one of the biggest producers in Hollywood. Exactly. He, he owned Hollywood. It's what what are you going to do? Like that that's the thing is everybody was like, what are you going to do? You got to play ball. If you want to be in Hollywood, you got to play ball. So everyone was just playing ball. But and everybody probably just looked at me as like the creepy uncle. Not thinking he actually did anything wrong. I guess I don't know. And how- according to according to all reports, he's not like um, Bill Cosby, where he, where he was drugging women and raping them. He was just coming out with a boner and saying "jack me off" and that kind of stuff. No, there's allegations more than that. Really? Yeah, yeah I, I heard yeah. the ones where he was just jacking off in front of people, but there's so much there's so much swirl going around with yeah. his name. It's just like I can't even keep it straight right now. Good, get rid of this guy. Yeah, for real. Yeah, but there's just a billion other before him. So. Exactly. It's like we got to get rid of this guy, but we got to find out if there's more because I'm the sure thing, there's he, more. Dude, it, it, the old cliche: they kill the snake, you got to cut the head. So right. Yeah. So maybe these skeevy, because we live in an age where everything's filmed, everything is documented. Um, maybe this will start the domino effect in Hollywood. Well, I hope so. I'm not as hopeful as you, but I hope so. I don't really carry the way, but I'm just well, I'm Le- just saying it because Le- that's the right thing to say. Yeah. Lena Headley just came out today with a woman who plays Cersei's. She alleges Harvey Weinstein was furious after she refused his advances. I felt completely powerless. Cersei Lannister felt yeah. completely powerless? <gasps> the Game of Thrones shared a story Tuesday on Twitter detailing two alleged encounters with the movie mogul. According to Hetty, 44, she first met Weinstein at the Venice uh, Film Festival, which at the time was showing the Brothers Grimm, the 2005 Miramax movie she starred in alongside Matt Damon and Heath Ledger. Uh, Headley also alleged that during the shooting, she was subjugated to endless bullying by the film's director, Terry Gilliam, though she didn't elaborate. At one point, Harvey asked me to take a walk down to the water. She said, I walked down with him and he stopped and made some suggestive comment and gestured. I just laughed it off. I was genuinely shocked. I remember thinking, it's got to be a joke. I said something like, oh, come on, mate. It'd be like kissing my dad. Let's go get a drink and get back to the others. I was never in any other Miramax film. Headley said uh, her next encounter with Weinstein came years later in L.A. I had always carried the thought that he'd never try anything with me again. Not after I laughed and said not in a million years. Uh, She said, I believe that he respected my boundary. Maybe he wanted to talk about potential work. He asked me to meet for breakfast, she continued. We ate breakfast. We talked about films, filmmaking. He asked me a few questions about the state of my love life. I shifted the conversation back to something less personal. According to Harvey Weinstein, according to Hetty, Weinstein then went to the bathroom and upon returning, suggested a head upstairs to his hotel room because he wanted to give her a script. He walked to the lift and the energy shifted, she said. My whole body went into high alert and the lift was up and I said, Harvey... I'm not interested in anything other than work, so please don't think uh, I got in here with you for any other reason. Nothing's going to happen. I said, I don't know what possessed me to speak out at the moment, only that I had such a strong sense of don't come near me. He was silent after I spoke, furious, she said. We got out of the lift. We walked to his room. His hand was on my back. He was marching me forward. Not a word. I felt completely powerless. He tried his key card, and it didn't work. Then he got really angry. We walked back to the lift through the hotel to the valet by grabbing and holding tight to the back of my arm. She continued, he paid for my car, 
whisper in my ear, don't tell anyone about this, not your manager, not your agent. I got into my car and cried. The first time I met Harvey Weinstein, I already, already read that. So, yeah, that's that's what she says. Yeah, uh, wow. That, that's according to her. Uh, Hetty is the latest woman to go public about allegations. The firestorm uh, sparked after multiple allegations of sexual misconduct and harassment. The allegations were compounded by uh, investigating by New Yorker, and ever since, several other women have uh, leveled allegations against Weinstein. Kara uh, DeVench, Gwyneth Paltrow, Angelina Jolie. Uh, those are powerful names. Yeah, those are powerful names. Who should have said something a long time ago to stop this fucking Yeah, they should have. Asshole. Yeah. No, I know. I just, I just get angry every time I hear it. It's like, fucking assholes, you could have done something. You know, you were very powerful. <laughs> well, not really, though, because a lot of these things that happened were when they were still unknown actresses. There, There's a story that, it, that when Brad Pitt was young and he was dating Gwyneth Paltrow, Weinstein tried something on set with her and Brad Pitt threatened to get, and I think the quote was Brad Pitt said he was going to give Weinstein a Missouri ass whooping or some shit like that. Uh. And uh, and then you know so so the thing is the point is is that they've known about they've known us for a really really long time so when they come out and they and they all act like they're shocked it's like you don't think Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow no they weren't shocked no we're shocked they're not yeah. shocked everybody in Hollywood isn't shocked it's like okay thank God the 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 avalanche started right because everybody's just waiting for the avalanche to start because you don't want to be the one to come out and be like oh okay you're crazy and have his lawyers because that's a big thing too is because he first started trying to sue the new york times for uh initially putting out the story ahead of time saying these guys you know it was going to be like a hulk hogan gawker situation right hard and then everybody started coming around and then the avalanche started so that's the thing that these women probably were thinking about dude it's like that i'm sure want to have Einstein's lawyers after us. I'm sure the firestorm um, was larger and more visible because there were so many women that are now that big and famous where you're right. Gwyneth was probably not as big of a name back in the day and neither was Angelina. And now they are bigger names and it carries more weight. And now since he's been doing it for so long, there's a lot more women that can come out at the same time and say yes and verify what the last one said as opposed to back in, you know, 20, 30 years ago where maybe there would only have been a handful of women who weren't that big. Maybe it would have just got brushed on the table. I understand that circumstances are like, okay, well, this is just the opportunity. And it is sad that there were so many other opportunities opportunities that were missed up until then and how many more people had to have been molested because of the fact that it wasn't the right time back in the day but well a lot of a lot of people came out and obviously were saying stuff and ben affleck was one who came out and said he was shocked and saddened by what um weinstein well, because was he's doing. a man he was shocked and saddened by what weinstein was doing and uh ben affleck uh today uh, ben Affleck, uh, a makeup artist, has accused Ben Affleck of groping her, and not just any, and not just any makeup artist. This makeup artist is Anna Marie T- uh, Tendler. She's married to John Mulaney, so John Mulaney's wife, really? John Mulaney's wife, is accusing Ben Affleck of groping her. Hours after Ben Affleck apologized for grabbing actress uh, actress uh, Hillary Burton's breast back in two thousand three, another woman <clears throat> another woman was accusing the actor of touching her inappropriately. Makeup artist Anna Marie Tendler who's married to former Saturday Night Live writer-turned-comedian John Mulaney, blasted Affleck for allegedly groping her at, the par- at a party in 2014. 
I'd also love to get an apology from Ben Affleck, who grabbed my ass at the Golden Globes party 2014. Tender tweeted Wednesday night. He walked by me, cut my butt, pressed his finger into my crack. Tender recalled adding, I guess he tried to play it like he was politely moving me out of the way and oops, touched my butt instead of my lower back. Like most women in these situations, I didn't say anything, but I have thought about what I'd say if I ever say, uh, if it ever happened again. So what are, you, what are your opinions on that? I'm not surprised. Well, normally I'd be like, ah, you never know. But then like, there's also videos of him grabbing girls tits that came out a couple weeks ago. Like, so, you know, the guy's pretty much. And th- what do I think? I think it's and real. If you're married to John Mulaney, you have to, like, have a good sense of humor. And, you're not one of those yeah, exactly. attention grabbers. And here's the other thing, though. But here's why I know it's true, because Ben Affleck just checked himself into rehab. OK, Did say no, no, no. No, he said yes, yes, yes. If he wants to be bat, bat, Batman. God, sex rehab is just. So yeah, Matt Damon, you know, said he came out and 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 like I said, you know, he spiked a, a story basically. Uh, uh, you know, and here here's the here's a here's the story. It says uh, Matt Damon. Uh, he he denies trying. He denied trying to kill a 2014, 2004 New York Times Harvey Weinstein. Uh, Matt Damon. Now here's the thing, though the uh, the uh, the reporter Sharon Waxman says she worked for New York Times, the New York Times at the time. So we're not talking about some blog reporter. Recalled when she tried to file the story about Weinstein's sexual misdeeds only to see it neutered by editors. Waxman mentioned getting calls from Matt Damon and Russell Crowe at Weinstein's behest to vouch for him. Matt Damon. So apparently, yes, they did. They did uh, according to her. So now you have to believe them. But now here's the, here's the thing that pisses me off. The day that this came out, Jimmy Kimmel, out of was he wasn't scheduled to be on. Matt Damon showed up randomly on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Matt and, Damon. And the reason that he did that was that way this story would be buried underneath the, like, you know, Jimmy Kimmel had Matt Damon on. So, you know, it's a lot of scummy little tricks that these fucking assholes are playing. Just trying to bury stories, but at this point, it's this story is unburyable. Yes. Yeah. So. It's very much a floater. Yep. Well, every like you said, everyone loves watching a train wreck, and we're all standing around watching it burn to the ground. Well, and fuck Except this guy. He deserves it. Like, I mean, he deserves it. It's not like a good person got buried for doing something shitty. Like, this guy's a piece of shit. Yes. Fuck him. Yes. He deserves it. He's been doing it for years. Same thing with Bill Cosby. Like, fuck them. I'm glad when these things come out. Me, too. Yeah, I am, too. Fuck all these guys. These guys with power who were able to get away with it for years and years finally get exposed. Yeah, fuck them. This isn't like a one-time mistake. You know what I mean? Like, I hate the fact that we bury somebody who, like, you know, like, I actually felt bad for Bill Maher when he got buried for dropping the N-word, you know, with a joke. And he was just trying to do a joke. And everybody buried him for that. These guys deserve to be buried. Yes. Now, what do you think of um, Little Miss Hillary Clinton's connection with Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, apparently Harvey Weinstein gave. Did a, she get fucked by Harvey well, Weinstein? No. no, Harvey Weinstein gave a lot. Harvey Weinstein gave a lot of money to her campaign, and also it came out that when Bill Clinton was being impeached, uh, he helped pay for his legal fees. Remember when? The, <laughs> yes, this is true. This is all I've looked it all up. 
I didn't know this. Yeah, so there's a big connection. And when when Hillary Clinton was asked if she was going to give the money back that Weinstein gave, she said no, she couldn't do that because she's only going to give ten. She she's going to give ten percent of her income like she always does. So she's not going to give his dirty fucking rape money back. You know. So. Well, I, what I saw is she's going to still give her ten percent, but part but the money that he gave them is going to be part of the ten percent that she gives. So she's actually going to be giving even less of her income than normal. Oh, okay, good. She's a piece of shit too. She's another one. All right. She's, she's another one who said that you know it's 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 wor- you know this Weinstein thing shines a light that you know there's a man in the Oval Office who's done stuff to women. I'm like, bitch, like your husband, like fucking, are you serious? Are you like fucking, Harvey? Yeah. Are you fucking joking right now, you dumb cunt? Like, are you are you? And you know, Monica Lewinsky is famous because of your husband. Yeah. And Paula well, don't Jones. Don't get me wrong. I, I think I think Donald Trump is probably the biggest moron ever to be in that. But no, at the same I time, disagree. At the same time, I could go down a list. I would prefer that over her yes <laughs> I, I even said it today i'm like i think this guy is a complete retard but i would prefer this retard over that but retard. i even said it the other day like i'm a quick ask me if i ask me if i still regret not voting ask for hillary me. uh the did you obviously royce has seen it because he was the one that shared it and i shared his article that the hill.com came out with the fact that um Clintons were in cahoots, so to speak, so with during, Russia. During the Obama administration, apparently, this just came out from the Hill this morning. They the Clint- to make her even the, shittier. The Clintons than- were caught in a racketeering scandal where they were taking money from high-level people in Russia to, and then it was being funneled through the. This is from the Hill, by the way, a left site, so it's you know it's true. Here, let me read it. Uh, go ahead. Before the Obama administration approved a controversial deal in 2010, giving Moscow control of a large swath of American uranium, the FBI had gathered substantial evidence that Russian nuclear industry officials were engaged in bribery, kickbacks, extortion, and money laundering designed to grow Vladimir Putin's atomic energy business inside the United States, according to government documents and interviews. Federal, Is that a good thing? No. It's very oh. bad. Federal agents used a confidential U.S. witness working inside the Russian nuclear industry to give to gather extensive financial records, make secret recordings, and intercept emails as early as 2009 that showed Moscow had compromised an American uranium truck firm with bribes and kickbacks in violation of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, FBI, and court documents show. They also obtained an eyewitness account backed by documents indicating Russian nuclear officials had routed millions of dollars to the U.S. designed to benefit former President Bill Clinton's charitable foundation during the time Secretary of State Hillary Clinton served on a government body that proved a favorable decision to Moscow. The racket- Is that good? Yeah, that's not great. The racketeering scheme was conducted with the consent of higher level officials in Russia who shared the proceeds from Putin from the kickbacks. One agent declared. (laughs) What do you think it was? And an affidavit years later. (laughs) 
Rather than bring immediate charges in 2010, however, the Department of Justice Mm -hmm. continued investigating the matter Mm -hmm. for nearly four more years. Four more. 2014 now. Essentially leaving the American public and Congress in the dark about Russian nuclear corruption on U.S. soil during a period when the Obama administration made two major decisions benefiting Putin's commercial nuclear ambitions. So you still think that... What part of this article is saying it's Trump's fault? It's it's not because he wasn't even in office when this happened. Oh, okay. I get confused easily. The first decision occurred in October 2010 when the State Department and government agencies on the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States unanimously approved the partial sale of Canadian mining company Uranium One to the Russian nuclear giant Rosatom, giving Moscow control of more than 20% of America's uranium supply. When this sale was used by Trump on the campaign trail last year, Hillary Clinton's spokesman said she was not involved in the committee review and noted that the Mm -hmm. State Department official who handled it said she never intervened on any... uh, And all the money that was being put through the Clinton Foundation? On any matter, correct. What about that? And uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. She, she, She said she never intervened. Uh, in 2011, the administration gave approval for Rosatom's 10x subsidiary, subsidiary to sell commercial uranium to U.S. nuclear power plants in a partnership with the United States Enrichment Corp. Before then, 10x had been limited to selling U.S. nuclear power plants, reprocessed uranium recovered from dismantled Soviet nuclear weapons under the 1990s megatons to megawatts peace program. So on and on and on and on and on. This article is long. And then also there are screenshots of the indictment affidavit. um, So you can see the whole document just right there. I put the link in the chat. People pay attention to this. You You mind if we wrap up a little early? I'm tired. I'm tired, too. That was kind of like the last straw. I'm so done with Hillary Clinton. I'm just done with her. I don't like. Thank God it wasn't her. Murray, why you better? I'm better because uh, I really like Gilmore Girls, despite how bad oh, it is. Fuck, so bad. <laughs> Dutch, why you better? Um, I I have nothing. Mitch, wow. why you better? I'm absolutely nothing. This is the first time in a long time for me. I, I am better than you because I brought to you all the joy, the absolute wonder of Canada's worst. Home thingy, whatever. Home thingy. <laughs> worst home it. thingy? Handyman. Canada's worst. I'm the one that brought it. The, Canada's worst handyman. Yes, I forgot already. I'm better than you because I could beat Bald Bull without being knocked down once in Mike Tyson's punch out. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Hippo Juice tomorrow. We're out of here. See you next week. <laughs>